Welcome back, radio entrepreneurs, listeners, and fans. I'm producer Nathan Gobes, filling in once again for Jeffrey Davis this morning. I'm excited to have Phil Sharkey of The Higher Authority here with me. Welcome, Phil. Thank you, Nathan. It's great to be on with you uh, here at Radio Entrepreneurs. I look forward to our segment today. Yeah, me as well. This is another Sharkey Report with Sheriff Sharkey. So, uh, Phil, I understand you wanted to talk about what does a background check include? There's more than just uh, the simple pieces that a lot of people expect. Um, This may have been a subject that's been mentioned uh, before on our channel, but thought it'd be good to dive into it. Give us the the in-depth discussion of what does come with a background check. Yeah, thank you, Nathan, because I often get that. Uh, the first thing I get from someone, I just had it the other day, they'll say, Give, I need a BCI. What is a BCI? I need a BCI. And what is that? And it stands for uh, Background Criminal Investigation. So that's one aspect of a full background. We conduct our strength is basically the full background package, but we do things from just a BCI, just criminal, just one item, all the way up to our full backgrounds. But I think I get a lot of uh, a lot of questions about what does that entail? And, and quickly, I want to go through it with you today. So your, your listeners and people who have that question will get that answer. Like, what does a background check consist of? And and, and like to go over it with you if, we, if, you, if you agree. Awesome. Yeah, fire away. All right, Nathan. The first thing we check is what's called a verification of identity, the social security number trace. So basically any screening company, and we're a member of the PBSA, the Professional Background Screening Association, for, for your guests and, and our, our, our listeners, every screening company you choose should be a member of that organization. The first step is a social check. So you take the applicant's social and you run it through these databases we have. It gives us a couple of of viable information. One is it verifies the social. As you can imagine today, I just saw in the news last night that people are flooding in uh, uh, through the Texas border. There's so many uh, people in the country that are not documented. And as an employer, not getting into that argument, but it's key to know that you have a person with a viable social security number so that you can pay them legally. Confirms that for us. The second thing we get, Nathan, is address history. Crucial for me to where we do run the criminal check. Most times when we get criminals' records, it's not where they live, it's where they used to live. Um, And people will tell me, well, I'll just ask them. And of course, criminals and dishonest people are not going to tell you uh, that they lived in Connecticut prior or in Providence or in California. This check that we do gives us their full address history, which gives us the tools to run the criminal in the proper areas. So very uh, important check for us, and, and that's key um, when we do get a lot of falsification in that area. So that's mm-hmm. the first step. The next thing is, as you assume, is educational verification, whether it's yourself or any hire, we confirm their claim of educational history. As an investigator, I'm not so interested in the actual level. You may be as the employer, you at Radio Entrepreneurs may require a degree for the position. For me, it's the honesty they're shaking your hand saying, hi, Nathan, nice to meet you. I'm lying to you right here where many people do falsify uh, or I'm honest. So I don't care if it's postgraduate, if it's high school, if it's a master's degree, PhD, bachelor's, it's the claim for us. And it gives a big opportunity for someone to be honest. So all the people out there applying for work, be honest, because that's where many people fall down right there in the educational claim. So that's a big part of the full background check. Employment is a big part of what we do. We do a five-year history or a 10-year history. And our employment consists of speaking to the human resources department to get exact dates of employment, position, reason for leaving, rehire status as much as they will allow, but also those supervisors. What did they do? How did they do it? Why did they leave? These are the people that would know 
the applicant. Human resources often does not in the large companies. Um, then just quickly is the final, the criminal record. We talked about that with the social, that we run the criminal and their current address and all former addresses. Again, this is where we see a lot of issues. People have hide their address history and we get criminal records. We also do driving record checks, which a lot of people shrug and say, it's not a driving position. But Nathan, that's very important to us because we get the whole country covered in a driving record. And we do get about 10% back of our backgrounds that show uh, no license, currently a bad driving history, a huge number. So even if it's not a driving position and someone's working for your company and we do the background and find out that they're driving with a suspended license for the last year, probably uh, gives you a good indicator as to what's going on there with the person. And then we also do a sex offender search. And, and of course, that's very, very important. We do local and national. Yeah. So that's the full background check in a nutshell. <laughs> well, thank you, Phil. And, and I know you said at the beginning that um, you guys offer uh, everything from the, the base level of, of what you've mentioned all the way to uh, the full range. Um, are there options for uh, obviously, it's recommended that business owners uh, do engage in that in that full range uh, search, that full background check, so they can have the full picture on the employee they're bringing in. But are there options, uh, you know, at at several different levels there? There sure are. Like that's the full background that I would recommend, and that's where we see thirty percent falsify some part of that background. But to be flexible and adaptable to some clients, we do just a criminal check, as I mentioned, some will have just a sex offender, all the way up to what I mentioned, and even additional, there's some clients need a credit financial history on the person, if it's in an accounting position or CFO, some clients need right. what we call these government compliance searches, which is a, a group of searches which lists individuals that are on a no-fly list or have, uh, have contract problems with the government, all the way up to additional searches. So it can be a la carte, right up to the full background check, which gives everyone an option to best suit their finances. Some clients want to spend less money and they can work to have a lesser package. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, of course, as you mentioned earlier, um, you know, you're not making any uh, discernation on whether or not the employer should hire, uh, you know, somebody who's, let's say, undocumented or or, you know, doesn't have a driver's license because of X and Y or these things, you're just providing the information. And I think I agree that it's important that the employer have this information so they can make the, the judgment uh, versus just not knowing. That's a great point, Nathan. We are what we call the fact finders. You know, we're, we're working for our client and we acquire the information. They always make the decisions. Usually I don't even know what happens to the applicant, which is the best. Uh, yeah. We give them the information. On occasion, we're here. Uh, we're available to go over information and give our opinion as to, is that really negative? And again, we all have different shades of gray. You know, uh, it could be a criminal record that someone might think is ghastly and someone else might think like, well, they were a young kid and, and you can kick that around, but the client always makes the decision. We're just here right. to aid them. Yeah. Yeah. Provide them with uh, things to consider during their application process. I think, you know, maybe a lot of employers are, feeling like, oh, this is just something that's keeping them from bringing an employee in. But I think they they may be discounting the fact that this can be what helps them decide between one employer or another. You know, there may be candidates of similar uh, similar strength based on their resume and other things and their experience, etc. But, um, you know, when one has uh, a sketchy history, so to speak, and the other does not, that that can be important information. 
Yeah, we often tell the clients it's not always negative. Sometimes, as you said, it's down to two people and you just want to when it's so valuable to us in this hiring environment that you make the right choice. It just gives you, you know, information and knowledge gives you more power. And this gives you sort of the information to make the best choice for, for your company. Yeah, that's what it's all about, making the best choices for your company so that you can uh, make sure that who you're hiring is going to is going to be somebody that that you want on the team. You know, I think um, obviously, you know, it's important to fill gaps in in your team, fill fill those roles. But, uh, you know, how how difficult is it to go through the uh, searching for candidates process, bringing them on board, training them? You know, bringing them up to speed six and then six, 12 months later, when they're finally uh, moving, that you find out there's some issue. Like, for example, you mentioned uh, if they're in a CFO or accounting position and they, they have a bad credit history and it turns out they're, they're actually just not good with money, even though that's what they do. Um, yeah, you know, so, it's so it's like, to, it's all about to restart that all is terrible. Yes. Yeah, so, Nathan, you know, we always say be proactive, be proactive. It's going to be a problem find out about it beforehand. And I know, as you mentioned, people are doing so much today. We're, we're understaffed and overstressed. And one of our biggest selling points is our ease of service. Just get us the authorization form, which is required. You don't have any more work to do. And in three business days, we'll have the report back to you. And then you can make your best decision, eliminating the back and forth for, for clients, which we find very helpful for them. Yeah, that's excellent. And and uh, the, uh, the three business days you mentioned, does that include whether or not they're going for the full uh, complete background and, you know, including some of those extra things? Absolutely. Absolutely. Three days, worst case scenario, even if you have the the, the biggest package we offer in three days, you'll get your, your responses to, uh, you know, what the background consists of. So uh, it, very time, timeliness is almost as important as the thoroughness of the report. That's great. That's great. Obviously, uh, three days is, is nothing compared to, uh, like we said, you know, it can be six months to a year of time or or profit lost, if you want to think about it that way, if you, by bringing on the wrong hire. I know we have done uh, segments based on the average cost of a bad hire. Uh, and each of these pieces we've mentioned, uh, Phil, you've been on to talk about, you know, a breakdown of each of those individual pieces on our channel. Absolutely. And again, uh, it's money well spent, right? You know, we're, you're not going to lose time. You're not going to lose an applicant over a three-day period. We'll get it done for you. And the money you could save, whether you're a small, medium, or large company, you know, is, is substantial if it's the wrong person. Right, right. Well, thank you, Phil, for joining today. Uh, obviously, if listeners or viewers want to find out more, you know, they can they can check out you on our channel. Like I said, you're on here regularly giving uh, information to business owners, information to uh, hiring teams, etc. But if if anyone wants to speak with you directly, talk with your team, or uh, find out more about the Hire Authority, how can they do so? Yeah, right on the our website is hireauth.com. That's H-I-R-E-A-U-T-H.com. You can email me at psharkey, my name, at hireauth.com. Our phone number here in Massachusetts is 508-230-5901. Toll-free is 888-230-5901. And again, like we mentioned in the past, when you call, you will get a person uh, which is a nice perk today. So we're we're here and we're easy to uh, to be reached. I can confirm the the, uh, the times that I've called into the office. I, I don't even know if it's rang twice each time uh, and, and before somebody picks up, which is always nice. It's very important today. Very a little little thing that's very important. It is like you said. Uh, it's it's quick turnaround time, and it's, you're all about saving employers time and and money. So uh, that's that's big. 
But uh, thank you again for joining today. I want to remind our listeners that you can find us, of course, on our website, radioentrepreneurs.com, but also LinkedIn. Uh, We have a a growing community there. We're always posting videos, but we're also posting them to YouTube. Uh, So be sure to subscribe to us there or on your favorite podcast channel. We're on uh, many of the major ones. And uh, you can catch Phil on all of those platforms. Yeah. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you. And we'll be back with more after this break.